0: Welcome to another episode of Forgot My Transmitter. I want to thank everyone for your patience as I battled strep throat and some other slowdowns. I'm glad to say I'm back on track and I have a few episodes lined up. Today's episode is a chat with Ethan Moore from South Carolina. He shares with us a couple of power damages and the importance of a properly filled out meat sheet. So let's get started. Thanks, Ethan, for coming on the show today. So how long have you been locating?
1: I've been here now in, in the Greenville, South Carolina district. Let's see. I started in September of last year, so I've been here almost eight months now. So I'm still, still a newbie, still pretty green, but I had a lot of stuff go on. I learned a lot in just in the short amount of time that I have been here. So,
0: what exactly do you locate? Tip I mean, just telecommunications and power. Okay. What was, what was the big surprise to you? What did you think? Oh, I never knew that about locating. Well, I
1: mean, I did landscaping and lawn maintenance forever. I always like hated the flags that were out in the yard, yeah. you know,
0: you have, yeah. to, you
1: have to go around them. And I was like, you know, what is this? And then the first day I came in class, and I'm like, oh, okay. Those flags are actually very important. And I've been picking them up and throwing them in the trash yeah. and all that stuff. And I'm cutting, cutting grass. So that was kind of surprising to me that it was like the flags were actually very important and the paint's very important, you know? Yeah. I thought, I thought that was like crazy for some reason. I don't know why, but...
0: Huh. What are the rules in your your area like for the dig rules they like can can homeowners remove the flags without penalty here yeah
1: yeah they can I tell a lot of homeowners here you know because they get some of them can get kind of irritated just because like oh why are you doing this because we have to do twenty five feet past the property line whatever our law is we have to do twenty five feet past the property line oh okay. so yeah. So, like, there's a lot of homeowners, oh, why are you putting stuff on my my yard? And But they're allowed to move them. I tell them, like, hey, as soon as I take my pictures, you know, and I got my proof on my end, you can take them, you know, take them, throw them away, do whatever you want. You yeah. Know? So, it kind of sucks for the contractors on the other end because the, the flags could be picked up, thrown away, and they call in a, a no-show or a remark or whatever because they're like, oh, there's no marks out here. Right. So, it can get a little get a little sketchy with that, but for the most part, like they're allowed to pick the flags up, throw them away as soon as I'm done.
0: Right. No, I, I say the same thing. We got similar roles. So as long as the paint stays there for a little bit, just so the contractor can see it and it's fine. The flags can go. So do you feel comfortable doing it yet or?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, like I had a, I had a pretty good trainer. My trainer that actually trained my field trainer was actually like the, the head trainer in our district at the time. So we had one week in the classroom learning all the that stuff. And then we had two weeks in the field and I'm, it, it came be, you know, it came with time and now I'm getting to where I can, I, at first it was taking me an hour to do like a simple drop, like I was doing today, you know, Yeah. but now I've, I've knocked it down 20 to 30 minutes. Just it's a lot of it is knowing where you kind of understand. Okay, I don't really need to mark that side of the, the driveway and all that because they're not even going to be over, even though it says mark the entire property.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, to, they're not digging through the concrete driveway to get to the other side. Exactly. Yeah.
1: exactly. So it's like that, you know, like it, it that ca- that had to come to me, you know, just with ex- doing it over and over again, doing it for the same type of work. But I'm I feel pretty good about it now. I mean, I had had a few things that I have to call about, but for the most part, you know, I'm I'm doing it by myself yep. well too much help.
0: right yeah yeah eventually you just get you get faster at solving the problems too right
1: absolutely it just comes with time that's what I'll, even my trainer said there's some stuff like I can't really teach you you're just gonna kind of no. have to experience it <laughs> so
0: yeah yeah you just gotta as a new guy you just gotta try everything until you figure it out until and then yeah. and then it finally clicks okay the, in this situation, I know to try this first, and then then you're exactly. then you're a lot faster. Yeah,
1: exactly. And not wasting time and you know taking extra steps and painting stuff you don't need to paint.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a few good damage stories. Is that right? Yeah. Uh,
1: well, see the crazy thing, I I wish I could send you a, a picture of it, but my last, or I only have one damage, and I've had a couple that aren't at fault, but I've had one damage, and it was and it was let's see it was april 6th so it was not long ago you know it was about a month ago or so and it was a ticket that i had been updating for you know a couple months and they finally got out there to do the work and they were putting in putting in sewer like the main sewer for a new subdivision yeah See how they go pretty deep for that they're going sometimes 20 feet deep for that for that type of stuff so i i had everything marked i'd been out there and i'd Hooked up to stuff multiple times, made sure I'd marked it all, double checked all that, and thought I was, you know, right on the money with with all of it. So then one day I get a emergency call. I knew the address right away. I was like, Oh no, what, <laughs> what's the issue out here? So I drive out there, and they're like, So man, what's this? I walked up, and I was like, I have it marked right here, man. He's like, Well, there's, that there, I don't know. I I wish I could show it to you, but there was two lines coming down the pole and their primaries, you know, power primaries. Yeah. And you know, they come down the pole, they kind of go at an angle and they cut across the road and I had it all marked. But the issue was with whoever put in the power had put a like 40 foot loop in the oh. power for some reason. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before?
0: Well, if they were paid uh, by the foot, right. Then they just throw it in there.
1: Yeah, I, exactly. So that's what I, exact You know, so that's kind of what I was thinking it might've been was, so there's like a 40 foot loop and I had it, I had it marked to where the loop started and then, and then I had it going across the road, but really there was like, it went out like 40 feet and the guys that were putting in the water, they were just barely scraping it back with the, with the bucket. They, they hit it. It knocks down 24, 24, houses. So twenty four houses were out of power when they back fed it or whatever to make it so they weren't out of power for long. But I stood there with them and like let me let me see if I can try to figure this out. And I couldn't at, at that point they hadn't quite uncovered the loop. Right. So I'm sitting there waiting. You know, like dude, I I've hooked up to everything I had. I had my supervisor come out there. He's like, I don't know. You know, like because you've got everything marked that's on the prints unless it's something old. But it, obviously it wasn't because you know, multiple houses got knocked down. Yeah. But so they start scraping it back or whatever. And then finally you can see this loop and, and the, the power guys were out there and they were just blown away with like, whoever put that power in, like they, what are you doing? Whoever put the power in had not a clue or like you said, trying to get paid by footage. Yeah. So my supervisors are it and everything. And it's, the damage was on me and t- until recently, and I believe it's going to be off me. So it did affect me for like the past month, but they're saying they're going to try to, try to get it off me. So and it, hopefully on my record, but right. it, as of now, I'm, yeah, it is, but hopefully it can get off. But it was just, it was crazy. Cause like, I, I was just sure of it. There's no way I've hooked up to multiple things. There's, I, I don't know what else I can do. You know, yeah. and that, that loop, man, that loop got me and it was two primaries right on top of each other, you know, in like a, just a huge, like oval loop. And you
0: know, well, the biggest yeah. problem with the loops, like if it extends, if it, if the wire goes out and then comes right back right beside it, the signal gets canceled. So you can't actually locate it at all. So that's may have been happening where it, it's canceling out the signal. You're not going to tone it no matter what.
1: Yeah, there was no way to, because I mean, when I hooked up to it, it has like the little compass on it and it's telling me it's turning and I'm like, okay, you know, it makes sense to me. It makes sense. I'm looking on the prints. It makes sense. There shouldn't be an issue. And like you said, though, it's going to cancel that, especially with them, two of them being on top of each other and with as close as they were together, there was just no way that I would have ever been able to, to actually get that mark right.
0: No, you know what I mean. No, yeah, with power even if it, if you're on a service going to a transformer, then there's the primary going from the transformer back back against your signal. They're going to cancel each yeah. other out too. So you're always got to yeah. be careful that it might still be there because but they're just yeah. canceling each other out.
1: Yeah, and I tell everybody power is not very easy to locate because there's just you got light poles, you got multiple services. And like you said, it seems like it's always fighting, fighting you. I mean, I can do it. I don't have too many problems doing it. But like you, like you said, you just gotta be careful because there's so much resistance on it and you got a light or like a light pole coming from this way. And then, a you know, three services coming from the opposite way. It's just, it powers. It's not easy to be like a hundred percent sure about
0: in no. my opinion, just my opinion. Oh, no, no. When I started, I, I would ring clamp it and direct connect so i would tone them out in both ways just to learn how each type of connection tones out
1: yeah yeah for sure i mean i don't know what kind of equipment y'all use but we use the rds and they're good but i it's just one of those things man like I i've had more problems with power than like anything else and it's like the, one of the most important things too because like somebody's internet gets cut i understand they might be working from home so it could be a big deal but if somebody's power gets cut then it's like
0: <laughs> yeah. they have
1: kids there it could be a big so I, I do worry about it but just because of that resistance on it yeah i'm I'm learning you know and it's i actually just got moved to a new area i been at the same area since I started in Bowling Springs, South Carolina. now I got moved to Moore, South Carolina. So I have had to pretty much restart and I'm learning yeah. a whole new area. My third week in this area. So I'm still learning this area.
0: Yeah, that's the thing too, right? You're only fast if you've been in that subdivision before. That's that's when you get quicker because you know how it's set up.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know how far stuff is off the road. All the little details can, can save you a lot of time. Yeah. But... I, I mean, it. I, I love the job, man. I, I really do. Like, it's. It, it. It was hard for me to make the jump to this, but I'm. I'm. I'm actually very glad that I did.
0: So you were just a landscaper before, or did you have other other jobs?
1: Well, I did. I was primarily a landscaper, lawn maintenance. But I did work on actual cell phone towers. Like oh, okay. I climbed them, and and did that. Actually ran the lines and all that stuff. I did that for like a year, and then it was a. It, a lot of on the road type of stuff. So I, I got a family now, so I had to get something that was out where I'm going to be home.
0: You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I used to cut grass. That'd be almost 20 years ago doing landscaping. It was nice. You make the lawn just perfect, but it gets a little boring after a while, always cutting it grass. It does.
1: And it's, and it's taxing when you're constantly dragging equipment around and all that stuff. And it, the, this job, it is a little bit physically easier but it's you got to use a lot more of your brain oh yeah no it's more brain work than than just going out there and just busting busting it out yeah type of stuff
0: yeah there's new new challenge every day yeah uh, any other damage stories in your area that you know of
1: yeah well we had one now uh, this one was not me but in my group yeah and this was our, one of our biggest ones that we've had in our group, and it was a three-phase power primary, and it was at a huge BMW plant, huh. like one of the main BMW plants in the States, I'm pretty sure. And the guy had came out, you know, our, our guy came out, he he talked to the contractor. The contractor said, oh, we don't need any marks on this, you know, on this side of the road. And huh. so do y'all, do y'all do meat sheets? Yes, so, if it says mark the entire property, but really you only need to do the left side, you do the meat sheet, get them to sign it. So, you're yep. covered. He does the meat sheet. He gets them to sign it. But all he put on the meat sheet was no marks needed. That's, that's all he put. He didn't put, you oh, know, hey, I no. talked to this. Yeah. He didn't say, I talked to this person at this time. They told me this. And, the, and the, the contractor actually came out there with him and told him, Hey, you're good. We're not going to be on this side. Don't worry about marking it. So, the guy just put no marks needed and on the meat sheet. So they came out to do the work. The three phase gets cut. Luckily it was not feeding. It was like a brand new three phase. So it had just been buried. It wasn't actually being used yet. I don't think it was hooked up to anything yet, but it was buried and they ended up cutting it. And our guy is like, well, I have the meat sheet. I'm covered. I'm good. And well, they, (laughs) our supervisors, everything bring up his meat sheet. All you put is no marks needed. He didn't say, Hey, he didn't put anything else, just marks needed. So he ended up getting a damage for that. And it was, it was a pretty big deal. It was a $20,000 damage. Luckily it wasn't feeding another building or something yet. So like it, or it would have been a lot more money. Yeah. So but that one wasn't me. Look, that's just one of our big ones that we had in the area, and it set us back in in our individual group as far as profit-wise for a little while.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But the the one story I did want to you know get to was the one about forgetting my forgetting my transmitter.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> that, that it was so funny because my buddy the day I. I forgot my transmitter or whatever. The next day, my buddy Caden, he says, Hey man, look at this podcast. It's called Forgot My Transmitter. Yeah. And I was like, No, nah. <laughs> I was like, You gotta be kidding me, dude.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> what are the chances? Sends me this podcast. I'm like, there's no way. But I was like, I'm gonna see if he, he, he wants to hear me tell my story. But so this was A couple months ago, I was in my old area doing my normal thing, and I I was in like a very busy area. It was like right off the side of the main road. There's restaurants on both sides. I mean, just stuff everywhere. And I was doing my locate. I hooked my stuff up. I did it. I got my pictures and, you know, closed the ticket out, and I, I go on to my next ticket. And the next ticket was my last ticket of the day. and. It was actually the one that I got, ended up getting that power damage on. So I'd already oh. had it marked, you know? Yeah. So I had to go to, the, to update it and just put new paint, paint down. Yeah. So I didn't have to get my transmitter out Right. at that job.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So I'm like, just do my thing and freshen up the paint. I close that ticket. I clock out. <laughs> I get home. I'm talking to my, my family and my getting my, bag out of my truck and my son's like he opens the like the little we have the extended cab colorados yeah that's what we're what we're using so my son opens up the door to the back door and i'm like looking in my you know in my little rack right there i'm like i see my receiver but no transmitter huh. i'm like oh no and luckily my son opened the door because or i probably wouldn't have realized it till the next day
0: yeah yeah
1: so he, he opens up the door, I see no transmitter, and my mind starts racing, like, oh, crap, somebody stole it. It's what I'm thinking at first, like, somebody stole it while I was out at that last job, and I'm thinking back of the jobs in my head, like, okay, it couldn't be at that one, couldn't be, oh. I know exactly where it's at. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly where I left it. So I didn't want to just hop in my truck and go back, so I hop in my personal car, and I haul, I mean, it's like a 15-minute drive. Yeah. I haul butt back. Back to it, and I turned down the road, and luckily, man, it—I mean, it's still hooked up. It's buzzing still, giving off the signal. Everything's fine, and it's brand new equipment. I got this equipment in October, Uh, so I was like, I can't—I can't answer to me losing no (laughs) brand new six thousand dollar equipment. Yeah, you know, I don't know what I don't know what I'm gonna say. Yeah, but luckily, it was there. It was still buzzing. It scared me though, man, because I—I didn't want to end up losing it that early i'm still new so i got it and it's all good everything's good you know fine and dandy but it was definitely made me double check every single job i look back there yeah hey let me make sure it's back there <laughs> and my paint stick too because i ended up leaving that dang thing everywhere too
0: yeah before you put it in drive, just check yeah
1: yeah you just turn around make sure and just double check i'm very surprised somebody didn't steal it just because of where it was at and like the amount of people and traffic that was going through there when it's out in the open I was fortunate that it did not get stolen
0: yeah yeah that's good
1: and I have forgotten my receiver one time as well but luckily one of the construction workers he put it in his truck for me and I pulled back up and he's like you you missing something man I was like hey you you betcha. Yeah. And he got it for me. So I just I'm I'm very cautious now about just double checking because the problem was I'm going too fast. Yeah. I'm I'm just flying through this stuff and I'm not doing the little things and I end up getting forgetting it and it, it's stupid. Just I feel stupid to forget something like that.
0: No, just with just with so, time you'll get into your routine. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I still I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life, or I'm still trying to figure that out because I wouldn't mind getting into the private side of things eventually. Because I mean, everybody seems to really like love the private side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I took a little bit of a pay cut to come here. Yeah. But like my other job wasn't offering me a, a company vehicle and a gas card and all that stuff. And that was like a big deal for me. And just kind of like the still having the freedom of being able to work by yourself, not having to go to an office every day and clock in. Yeah. And you just drive to your first ticket, you clock in, do your thing, and that's it. And then you clock out, go home. So that's what I was another thing I really liked about it. just like the freedom.
0: Yeah, all those perks are nice.
1: And, and we also have, I don't know if y'all do, but we have morning meetings every morning. It's not every morning, it's probably three times a week. We just do with our whole group, we have like 40 people in our group. So we'll just kind of go over the days, you know, where, you know, anybody needs help or, you know, and then like, like our metrics, how many days in queue we are, how many due to day tickets we have, you know, that type of thing. And we do that at least two or three times a week. We used to do it every day, but it's dig season. So. We don't don't do as much now.
0: Yeah, we only do it once a month or a team meeting, but we should be doing it at least least once a week because it just gives gives everybody a better perspective of what they're accomplishing and and what they can contribute. Okay, our goal is to do this many this week, and let's try to do that.
1: Exactly. And it helps because if we have any due-to-day tickets, they want those things done. They don't want them to roll over. They don't want any bleed over at all because once it goes past due, it's kind of like in the rear view unless it's like on the weekends or something like where you can work past due tickets, but the less bleed over you have, you're going to make more money. You're going to keep your customers happy and, and all that. But the the calls really do make a difference. I mean, in my opinion, if anybody needs help, the supervisor's on there directly and you can just, you know, hey, I need help. I'm having trouble or, hey, I have a ticket coming up that I think I'm going to need help with. And it, like you said, it just kind of evens everybody out to where, you know, you know, kind of know what's going on.
0: Yeah. And that way the locator's not sitting around waiting for someone to become available to come over and help. Right. And, and that's a
1: big issue with us. We have like our group now is 40 people. It's going to be split back in half and there'll be two supervisors. But at the moment we only have one and we have two lead technicians right. and they can't be everywhere at one time. No. So we have at least half of us are eight months or under, experience-wise. Yeah. So, like, there's stuff we run into every day that they've never seen before. And it's hard for us, hard for the lead techs to get out there quickly. Sometimes they do the best they can. But so I try my best not to try to put any extra extra pressure on them or anything and try to really just grit my teeth and figure it out. Yeah. If I'm too unsure, then, yeah, man, I'm struck. For the most part, I've been able to problem solve and brainstorm and figure stuff out. That's good. And then it just kind of comes to you.
0: (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I don't know how much time you got. So a few more questions here. Go ahead. Yeah. Do you have any advice for new locators?
1: Oh yeah. See here. Well, number one would be all you can do is trust your equipment and me personally, I, I, when I first started, I did not have good equipment, so just don't be afraid to ask, man. Don't be afraid to reach out and ask, even though you might not want to, yeah. even though it might hurt your pride or whatever, don't don't be afraid to, to just reach out, man, and ask because people, every single damage is preventable, every single one, yeah. you know, except for the loop that I had. That's right,
0: where it's a technically impossible. Yeah.
1: But for the most part, every single damage is is preventable, you know, as long as you just reach out and ask.
0: Yeah. Have you encountered witching yet? Have you seen anybody do that?
1: Oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah. (laughs) I, I, man, I, I, I don't do it, you know what I mean? But there is people that I've seen do it, and it works. It's more for a verification thing rather than just going out there and just which you stick in to, to like, to just to locate. But I mean, hell, there's almost everybody in this, you know, company has them to, to be able to just to verify. I, I, I don't know how to do it. I've seen other people do it and I've seen that it works, but I wouldn't recommend doing it to, and feel confident about it.
0: No, no. It's only but, if, if you only have measurements and you want something else to confirm.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's like the thing is like just, verification confirming yes there is something here but as far as like trying to locate with it you know it's not it's not hell hell sometimes i don't even like the signal my damn machine gives me so no I there's no way i can go out there use two flags and no and do it (laughs) that's just Uh my opinion but it is like prevalent around here like people do use it and will use it for sure
0: yep yeah Had any encounters with contractors or Karens or animals or?
1: Ooh. Well, actually, I've had my very first day training in the field. There was, let's see, one, two, three. There was four of us. There was three trainees and our one trainer. And all it was just an internet drop is all the ticket was. And it was early in the morning. It was probably 7.30 in the morning. And we we all pull up at the house. The guy that was training us, he's like, "Hey man, you go up there, you go in the backyard, you hook up, and we'll meet you on the other side. i will meet you on the other side of the house." Okay, no problem. I go, I go in the backyard, I go to hook up, and this is actually a homeowner's situation. And he, the homeowner, comes out, and he's like cursing me, cussing me, dude. He's he's like, "What are you doing in my yard? Like, do you just... What if my fence was locked? Would you just jump my fence?" I'm like, "No, dude." And so I'm back there by myself. Yeah. Because my, my other people are walking around in the front, so they don't hear any of this.
0: No. Uh.
1: Hear none of it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, I'm sorry, sir. And finally, he comes back around. He's like, hey, we have a ticket for your house. And he's he's like, well, man, you got to at least knock on the door. And we had knocked on the door. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, no, you didn't. And just cussing me and just this and that. Pretty much get out of here. So we ended up leaving. but that was one encounter i'd had with a homeowner i've had a few with dogs that i don't know if i wouldn't have out the fence in time <laughs> they would have got me yeah and that's another thing i'll tell people like, if you go in the backyard you don't see a dog you say hey puppy or whatever and no dog comes still be careful because once you get back there man a lot of these homeowners got doggy doors yeah, yeah they got doggy doors on the back you know and and. And on the back porch or whatever, and those things they will come flying out of there at you. Yeah, and you won't be expecting it because you're like, okay, there's no dog back here, we're good. And then boom, come right at, darting out of the doggy door.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: and scared the heck out of me a few times. And then, like I said, I started in the fall, so it was kind of like towards the end of where winter was about to begin and all that. So I didn't see a ton of snakes and stuff, but I'm starting to see that now. Yeah, yeah, when I'm, I'm opening up handholes and stuff like. I'm paying a lot more attention because I've seen a few black snakes and nothing poisonous yet, thankfully. But I just try to be a little extra cautious, even opening up heads for, or boxes on the side of the house because of the bees.
0: Yeah, they're starting to swarm.
1: Yep. The bees, man, they, it seems like every single box I open up now has like a little wasp nest in it, three yeah. or four wasps on it. Every, every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been trying to, be more cautious about that. I'm trying to think if there's any other, like major major things. One of our people the other day actually had a had a goat come up on them. Like oh. a, a goat, like you don't you're not expecting to see no goat, but there was a goat in the backyard, and luckily she got out of there. But still, <laughs> it still was oh no.
0: Yeah, sometimes goats can be a little aggressive.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could rent, and it was like one of the, it had horns and everything, so it was like, if you're not paying attention, that thing comes and gets you, you know, you're just not expecting to see a goat.
0: No, no. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Pretty much, you know, a summary of what I've experienced so far. Like I said, man, I've only been here for eight months, so if I ever talk to you again a year from now or something, I'll probably have more stuff, but.
0: Yeah, for sure. uh, Yeah. No, I like to interview new guys and then experienced guys. So it'll be good to have, have the new guys back in a year or so and see how, how much they've learned. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, for sure. That'd be awesome. I would talk to you a year from now, you know, hopefully I don't have any, any more damages, you know, if I do, then we can talk about them.
0: Right. Right. No, just other people's damages. Just, just remember those, right. Keep those as a exactly. story. Yeah. You
1: know, I, I'm going to start, start building a little repertoire of those. You got time for one quick other one? Yeah, for sure. So this was actually our trainer and he had located something for, for whatever it was for construction work. And the people that were doing the work cut, cut, whatever. I can't remember if it was power. I think, I believe it was power. They, They cut it and he gets the emergency call. He comes out there and the, the guys were like, oh, you didn't have it marked. And he's like, yes, I did. You know, obviously I have pictures. It's all, but these people were taking like a roll, a, a road scraper. I don't know. It's like the metal, I don't know exactly what it's called. It's like a road roller, but it has like the metal things that can like scrape stuff off the road. It just has like the metal things that come off of it. But it, they were trying to scrape his marks off the pavement. they were parked on top of it trying to scrape his like rub his marks off the pavement he was like no no no, back up and but yeah so then i just thought that was crazy that these people were literally trying to scrape his marks off the pavement yeah you know to to make him get the damage but i was like dang man so there really is like a like a i don't know if it's a war or whatnot with contractors and locators but there's just depends, I guess.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll do whatever it takes, right, to get out of a damage. Story around here is that there was one contractor who hit a gas line, so we showed up to do the investigation, and we see that there's, oh, the paint is three feet off. The, the paint was wrong. But then we see that the contractor had some fresh yellow paint on his pant leg. Brand new pants. Oh, no. And he's got this, and there's a yellow can in the backhoe. They're like, you put that paint there, right? So they yeah. they got caught.
1: See, that's crazy because people can sabotage you like that. Like, I feel like that probably happens a lot. Stuff like that, like where I—that's what I worry about—is like stuff like that, where you know you've done your your part, but they could scuff it up, make some marks over here, and then try to get you. But I guess as long as you take good pictures, you should be all right.
0: Yeah, it's it's all about good pictures. Yeah. We actually just started taking pictures here about a year ago where it be, kind of became mandatory. And so it's helped us a lot to get out of, get out of damages.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, that's like, they stress it here big time. Make sure you're, make sure you can see the background in your shot. Make sure you can see the a house or a mailbox or something. Yeah. like, make sure you're not just pointing it right at the ground and taking your pictures. Make sure you got a nice background and you can see it so they can prove where that mark was.
0: Yeah. You know? So you can stand exactly where that picture was taken. Yeah,
1: exactly. Almost like GPS, latitude and longitudinal coordinates to where you can't even argue it. No, no. Yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. dude. That's crazy. I just started that though.
0: Well, it's, it's by measurements. We have to draw a map. We're still stuck in the, in the dark ages where we have to get out, get all the measurements on each turn and then put that into a sketch. So that oh, wow. they they get a sketch of all the main lines. We don't have to do the service wires or, or small okay. small gas services. But yeah, so but there's smaller contracts that we are are starting. It's pictures only, and so far it's been successful with that. But you have to take a picture on on everything, regardless. Yeah. yeah. Now
1: I I personally try to take pictures. You know, going you know, of the line going one way and then the line coming back the other way. Yeah. That way, if for some reason. Cause you know, sometimes you got to fight, fight with the sun yep. and you, yep. know, you might not be able to get a, the paint not, might not show up good on the picture cause of the glare of the sun or whatever. So I try to take it from both directions. That way you're covered. At least one of them is going to be good cause you're going to have your back to the sun.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. On one of them.
0: That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's a good chat. Good stories. Good advice.
1: I I try, you know, I I was nervous to be honest with you. I've always wanted to do podcasts. I've thought about starting my, not with about locate, but just other stuff in the past. I was always like nervous about it, but I just made, just kind of helped me start being able to do something like this. I like it.
0: Yeah. I never had the desire to start a podcast, but I know how much it'll help people, right? Help the new locators because it's a different way of learning. Of just having it playing in the background, and it's stories where they can remember, okay, I remember that story of where this damage happened because they didn't do this and this. So it'll help help locators out.
1: Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. I'm glad to be a part of it.
0: Okay, stay safe. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please visit ForgotMyTransmitter.com for instructions. And remember, don't forget your transmitter.